That's the podcast coach for July 15th, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there, look, Jim Collison went to the gym and came back really pumped. Holy cow, no, that's Adam A. Adams from growyourshow.com. Adam, how's it going, buddy? Phenomenal. Thank you. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great. It's Saturday. We're time to ready to ask some questions, and uh, this is always fun. Uh, explaining to somebody that's on the show for the first time, it's kind of like, well, we have an idea where we're going to go, but we kind of have no idea, and uh, that's always what makes the the show fun. Of course, if you're watching live, you can come over and uh, ask questions via chat, or if you want to jump into the show, uh, the video is optional. You can go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash question. And before we do that, well, first of all, we're going to pretend to pour coffee. You ready? Uh, cheers to you, Adam. little coffee pour. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If, uh, if you think about this, they see you before they hear you. And if you need artwork or a lead magnet or Wow, whole stinking website. If you want to look good, you want to go to Mark. And if you're watching the video right now, you see that not only did I use Mark for the School of Podcasting, I liked him so much, he came back and did the podcast rodeo show. He did Ask the Podcast Coach, and I'll probably have him end up doing more because, you know, if you stand next to me for 10 minutes, I'll make another podcast. And so um, not only is he an award-winning graphic artist, he is a podcaster, so that whole thing where you have to do like, it's like a radio show, but it's the internet, things like that. And of course, he's Canadian, so he's going to be uh, polite, and uh, he's a great guy, he really is. Podcastbranding.co, it's the only place to go if you need something to look better on your artwork. And when you go there, be sure to tell him that Dave and Jim, and today, Adam, sent you. And last but not least, uh, Dan over at Based on a True Story Podcast.com. Uh, Adam, have you ever watched a show that started off a movie, starts off, screen goes black, and it says, Based on a True Story? Oh, yeah. Okay. I love so, those. So when you see those, what Dan is doing is going back and going, Yeah, how much of that was like true and how much of it was Hollywood going, What we need here is a love interest. Uh, and so that's where you find out the truth about those stories that are based on a true story. Again, find him at based on a true story podcast.com. Adam, thank you so much. Uh, Jim kind of let me, and he apologized profusely. He's like, I'm sorry, man, dude, I can't do it this Saturday. So thanks for, uh, stepping in. Uh, you're over again at, uh, grow the show.com. How long have you, uh, been, how long has that been in business? Or I'm sorry, yeah. I said grow the show. It's grow yeah, there's, your there's show. Like three different. There's three <laughs> different ones that are kind of the same. Yeah, and I didn't know that until later. But I we got started in July of 19, and the name changed. I don't remember when I finally. That was the growyourshow.com was up listed for I think twelve thousand dollars. We didn't pay all of all of that, but we paid a yeah. lot of that. And, um, and yeah, just at first it was, it was some different 
uh, company, a different name, and the, it wasn't a, a dot com or anything like that. I think it was a dot podcast or something random. And um, and so yeah, we ultimately started in July of nineteen, and then a year or so later, we changed the name. There you go. Just like a podcast, right? We we start off in one direction, and we're like, wait, hold on. We think we need to do that. What do you think? Uh, you know, when it comes to like a new podcaster, what do you think they need to know when they're getting ready to go? I would say that the first, well, you know, it's funny because you kind of have it on your on your background. There you go. The 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 start plan, grow, monetize. I I like that a lot. I like the whole part. I know you put a lot of emphasis on monetizing after all that stuff's ready. I'll say as part of the plan is is going to be like knowing your avatar and things like that. So here's here's what I want to share is I am passionate about this. There is this thing that everybody all these entrepreneurs keep getting keep hearing and it's ready fire aim. Yeah. And me personally, I'm not in that boat. I do think that it's important to take massive action. I do think that it's important to take action, but I don't I don't agree with people going in and trying to uh, just have a random podcast before it's thought through. And so I like that plan part. And, I, and probably the biggest part of the plan would be just understanding who your who your avatar is and how you serve them. What you do that's a little bit differently. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where Without, I've had people that I just want to interview people because that seems what everybody's doing. So they do a show and they're interviewing people. I'm like, how's the podcast going? They're like, well, it's not making any money. And I go, you didn't say you wanted to make money. You said, I thought you wanted to grow your network, which is a great tool for interviewing other people. I'm like, wait, so you want to make money with this? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's let's back up then. And that's where the plan, and, and it's kind of interesting because the, um, the podcasthost.com came out with a podcast fest or podcast there's too many pods there's too many fests uh came out with this thing and it i was surprised that as much as in the facebook groups at least you see people wanting to monetize monetization was not as high up as i thought on the why did you start a podcast list because uh, it seems like i always run into people who who want to and i was kind of like well that's kind of refreshing that some people are just doing it for fun and and that whole nine yards when uh, when you're working with clients, what do you see? Because for me, I always – I'll give you an example. When I see a, a really good blog and I'm like, man, this is good content, this should be a podcast. And I'm just – I feel like the dad in the pool that's like, come on, you got your water wings on. I'll catch you. Jump, jump, jump. So what do you think is holding people back when it comes to starting a podcast? Well, two big things. I. Uh, I know for a fact that those six inches between the skull, between the ears, uh, the brain, <laughs> yeah. ourselves is is what I think holds most people back. Like that's that's really going to be the big thing because we get in our own head, we get discouraged, we think a lot about ourselves. We don't want to be made fun of. We don't want to say anything wrong. We want to be able to impress people. These are these are common traits for all of us. Yeah, and a podcast in particular, it has a lot of vulnerabilities that we see and we feel like the technology vulnerability, like maybe we're not uh, up to that. Maybe we don't know how to edit. Maybe we don't know how how to market a podcast. Maybe we don't know who's even going to come on the show. 
it's this it's this internal dialogue that really ultimately holds us back and i think all, i think for us if we want to get over that we've got to start flexing those muscles you you talked about the gym in the beginning yeah. today and the more we the more we put that muscle under duress the more resistance that we have the stronger we become the better we look the better we feel but just the stronger we become it builds up that muscle and so when there's muscles about launching a podcast or practicing this one thing we ultimately i believe everybody has the capacity the the ability to learn that stuff but a lot of people when we don't know what we don't know it really it really stops us and blocks us um and and I'll, one other quick takeaway because i mentioned that um I mentioned that it's really what's between the head that holds us back, and some of it is um, is I don't I don't remember the term. I, I'm not thinking of it right now, but it's it's the term for just your true belief in yourself. Sometimes oh. we 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 feel like we can't do something. We're not sure if we can do something. Yeah, some people call that imposter syndrome. Imposter. That's a great way. That's a great great way to say it. Ultimately, what I've noticed. And, and I talked with friends and clients about that too, is when we think about the listener, we do a lot better job at podcasting than if we think about ourselves. So going back to the brain, you know, what's between our ears, a lot of us go in and we think, we try to see like a thousand people in the audience or we, or we see nobody. We don't even have a person in mind. Yeah. And we try to get on the podcast and start perform, start supporting people. But the things that happen is when we think that there's like millions of people or hundreds or thousands of people, we might feel overwhelmed, anxious, like we're going to be judged. And here's the big difference. It, on the bad side, we're thinking about ourselves and how we're going to come across. Yeah. But when, when we switch it from internally focused to listener focused – and we just have a conversation. We just support that person with what they need. What ends up happening is we get out of our own way and we'll still sound a little bit stupid. Sure. But because we're speaking from our heart and speaking to that person with that person, they are going to be able to pull it in and they're going to forgive all of the small things. Because when we're outwardly focused, when we're trying to support them, give them the value that they need and speaking from our heart, we shouldn't, we won't feel embarrassed. We, it's not, it's going to hold us back anymore because we, now we're coming from the right place. That's my opinion. I love that. Cause really like when do people start a podcast? When their passion for helping the audience outweighs their fear of looking stupid, basically that's, that's when the, the scales tip and, and people actually start pressing record but it is – I had somebody in the school of podcasting this week, and they, they've joined, and they did a podcast, and they're, they kind of are taking a hiatus now. And they're like, I'm thinking of, of bringing it back as soon as I get the confidence, um, but I'm taking a hiatus because I'm taking care of my 90-year-old parent. And then, then they listed a bunch of other stuff, and, but they were kind of lacking the, the confidence. And I said, you should be confident because 
you've already proven that you can do really hard stuff. I go, you're taking care of your, your mom and you've got this and you've got that and this and that. I'm like, so you can do hard things. I go, it's just a matter of priorities and time. I said, so don't, don't let your self-confidence be the thing that's limiting you. Let the fact that there's only 24 hours in a day, that's a, that's a real thing. You can't get around that. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's interesting how we just don't give ourselves, uh, you know, enough credit and, and things like that. Um, Gabe says here, Gabriel says, uh, imposterism is tied to perfectionism. Yep, it can be. Um, it's immobilizing. Push through because you'll never be perfect. That is true. I know a lot of people. I get, uh, I, I was laughing. I was making this sales letter. And at one point, I was trying to make the bullet points come in on the beat of the music. And I was like hyper obsessing over this. And at one point I went, what are you doing? Nobody's going to notice that the, you know, it's off by a, 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 you know, 16th beat or there was the musician in me. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. Um, creating great grooming dogs. Awesome point, Adam. When we focus on giving the listener value, we can uh, be passionate and let our, uh, let go of our other worries. So thanks, Chrissy, for that. Yeah, it's, um, it's just tricky. It's the, the mind is a very powerful thing. And it can really mess you up if uh, so. Just just realize the other thing is when I studied imposter syndrome, seventy percent of people have that, um, and people like Tom. It's H- only seventy. Yeah, so, but I, it was. I could have sworn it was everybody. It might be because I have it, never met somebody who who doesn't feel it. Because I would think if you don't have that, like, ugh, like, does that mean you're just a psychopath? <laughs> but you know, uh, Garth Brooks, Tom Hanks. Meryl Streep, you know, all these people that are just brilliant at what they do. And Tom Hanks is like, oh, I'm a total fraud. He's like, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm waiting any day for somebody to come in and go, all right, Tom, party's over. I'm like, really? So it's, it's always fun to, to tackle. So uh, if you're, you know, obviously if you're like looking to start a podcast, you can uh, find Adam again over at growyourshow.com. You can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. The other fun news that came out this week and this is all I know about it, but when I heard it, I was like, hmm, is here in, I not, I guess, is this a U.S. thing? Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know if, uh, but the the uh, before the writers um, for the, you know, entertainment industry went on strike because they were like, hey, this whole streaming thing, we want a bigger piece of the pie. And so far, the people that own the pie are like, uh, no. And so they went on strike. And I don't know if it's in solidarity or what inspired it, but now the actors have said, yeah, we're going on strike. So probably because, A, they didn't have any words, so there was nothing to act because the writers are gone. But maybe they they went on strike so that the writers get – I don't know what the details are. I just know both the actors and the writers are on strike, which means when the fall TV season starts, it's going to start somewhere around Christmas. Because now the the longer this goes on, the less content is going to be put out. And while I hate to hear people being treated unfairly at their job, I did kind of go, "All right, podcasting," because you know we're not. I'm not going on any strike anytime soon, so we might actually potentially get a small bump because the world is. Uh, you know, do you watch a lot of TV, Adam? I just started getting into a little bit of TV, like Netflix. I just got my account for the first time. Um, And Amazon 
prime stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I, it's never been a thing for me. I never had, I never felt like I had time or wanted to make the time for, for that. But lately I have. And last night I watched a few episodes of suits. Okay. Well, that's the thing. I, when I, when they announced that I was like, normally I'd be like, Oh no, my show, blah, blah, blah is not coming. I'm like, I, I don't really I watch right now I'm watching two shows. One is um it's always uh something in Philadelphia. It's always happy in Philadelphia. It's always something in Philadelphia. I forget what it is. Um Sunny. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Seventeen seasons and I'm up to like thirteen. It's a really dark, weird, obscure comedy show. Uh and then the other one is I'm watching Jack Reicher or not Jack Reicher, Jack hmm. He's the spy guy. Tom Clancy's Blah blah blah. Ryan, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Okay. Um, cool. On that, and uh, so I, I, I'm not watching any new shows. Everything's old, and uh, so that's it. But uh, coming to the stage, um, it's just funny because he's the featured uh, awesome supporter. This episode is the one and only Max Trescott. So happy that you joined us, man. How are you, buddy? Good morning, Dave. I'm awesome. It's uh, early here in California, but I woke up early. That's the that's the problem of getting older. You wake up early. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're a guy, which means you probably had to pee. So that's you oh, know. Oh, there you go. Too much information here, Dave. But thanks for that. <laughs> uh, what can hey, I help uh, you with? Well, um, want to mention two things, but then I had a, a question for you. Uh, first, um, I uh, passed my helicopter uh, check ride uh, two days ago. So nice. I was just flying airplanes at age 66. I'm now a helicopter pilot, which is uh, shocking. Um, and I'll be talking about that uh, next week on the Aviation News Talk. Nice. And the other thing is I checked the, uh, the rankings and we're number one. So out of the more than 200 aviation podcasts, we're number one in uh, Apple iTunes, which is the young chartable. So anyway, nice. that's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, thanks for your help over the years. I think I did School of Podcasting with you, what, six years ago, I guess. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, so for sure. Well, question for you uh, regarding uh, Patreon. I know in the past uh, you've talked about uh, whether – I think you said you'd wish that you had started an index years ago for people to find information about your show. I've had a few people on Patreon come to me and say, boy, it would be great if you had an index of your 282 episodes. Assuming I had done the work or you had done the work and we had all that information available – how would you go about posting that information to the web and making it available just to patron supporters? Ooh, just to patron supporters. Um, yeah. I know on, it's always fun doing stuff live. I know on pod page, you can go to your episode page and it will give you a list. Uh, I believe now the other thing you can do is, and I, I'm trying to find my own video on my YouTube channel. There is a tool. If you're, if you have Microsoft Excel, you can actually pull all of your stuff from your feed into an Excel um, sheet and then okay. eliminate a bunch of stuff that you don't need and end up right. with like, here's the title, here's the link, you know, and, and give them, you know, and then from there, it's already getting really nerdy. You could, um, uh, this is Please, this, this is what I'm looking for. That's the key part. Tell yeah, me the next step. this is the guy that used to teach Microsoft Office. So then you could take that Excel file, save it as a CSV, and do a mail merge into Microsoft Word. And from there, okay. now I've got a nice PDF that I could give to my my patrons, or uh, you could put it in Microsoft Word, copy it, and maybe paste it onto a a blog post in uh, Patreon. So 
you know, only right. they could get to it. But right. uh, that's that that's the tricky part because that's going to be what you're doing is you're taking stuff that's publicly available, and you're just making it easier to consume, which is valuable. So yep. that's the thing. Yeah, I went over. Um, let me share my screen here. Um, this is so we're going to get a little bit of kaleidoscopy kind of. Oh, maybe not. If I do this, um, when I go to pod page. And just click on all episodes. It gives me a list. So these are all the episodes of uh, your podcast consultant and a page after page. So, I mean, if I wanted to, I could copy and paste this into a Word doc or a Google doc or whatever. And, man, I got a lot of episodes. Uh, so that would be one way. I'm not sure what you're using for your website. Um, I, I can't find the – I know it's on there. If you go to uh, YouTube.com slash David – Jackson, um, and just type like RS. Now RSS is going to give you a bunch of RSS stuff. Maybe Excel uh, might bring up that video, but it, it shows you how to uh, to do that. So the other thing to do would be, and that's where it gets tricky. You could save old episodes as a draft, so it's still there. So in the event you ever want to change your mind, it's in your media host, and then manually upload the file to uh, Patreon. And then they would have it in the Patreon feed and it would pull it from your public feed so it wouldn't show up in Apple. But that's, depending on the situation, that's where uh, Buzzsprout has a thing right now that's kind of cool where you can make things available only to members. And if you have an episode like that and somebody goes to play it, it somehow says this is for, you know, members only or something like that, where the okay. thing, the thing I just mentioned of putting in a draft, it just disappears. There's nobody knows that they're missing out on, on stuff. So it's, it's kind of tricky. Does that help at all? I just rambled on well, for a very long time. Yeah, and let me just mention one, one aspect. Um, and that is if you were to post it on the Patreon, that's a fairly linear feed of posts, which means people a year from now would have to scroll down through 60 to posts the bottom. to find it. So yeah. I'm kind of curious how would one make it kind of static? And, and I can always ask the Patreon people, but any thoughts on that, either of you? Yeah, I don't know that there, I know in, you know, Facebook, you can pin stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know. You know what? And I, I know there's like new it. stuff coming to yeah. Patreon because I'm I was on a wait list. Like, hey, Patreon's going to have new stuff. Do you want to be right. one of the tire kickers? And I'm like, oh, I I love to break stuff. Send it on over. Uh, and uh, but I haven't I haven't seen what the new stuff is yet. Okay, yeah. well, I can check that out. Probably. What? Um, how are you liking? I was going to your- say, Adam, any thoughts on on it? No, I've never used Patreon. In, in fact, uh, Dave was just on my podcast recently, and that was one of the things is, is I was picking his brain about that because it's not something I've experienced yet. Okay. By the way, I just want to mention, Adam, it was just yesterday that I was listening to your episode on how to write an attention-grabbing podcast episode title where you talked about the, the four U's. So kind of funny coincidence. Awesome. And, and I'll, tell you the, I'll tell you the title I've written for, for next week's show. I know you talked about, let's see... Uh, Four use, which I've got right here, which was make it unique, useful, ultra specific, and urgent. And I came up with wings to rotors: my journey to a helicopter add-on rating and how you can start now. Nice. One more time. Wings uh, to wings to rotors: colon my journey to a helicopter add-on rating and how you can start now. 
Let me see if I can we can we write that into the chat? <laughs> I just need to find out how to. I if I'm I, looking at it, it's going to be easier. But oh sure, I'll I'll, I'll say the one thing that you could still change yeah. because it's good is to solve a specific problem. Mm-hmm. So thinking about airline pilots, is that who listens to your show? No, actually quite the opposite. Okay, it's, okay. it's almost exclusively uh, private pilots, so people who fly small aircraft. I mean, that's okay. literally 95% pilots. of the people are people who have a private pilot certificate or something like that. And what do they, what do they come to your show to learn? We talk primarily about safety, but we also talk about uh, training issues and you know, how to get new uh, additional uh, ratings. So this is a quote add-on rating because it's uh, about people who are already pilots and how you be- also become a helicopter pilot in addition. Got it. Got it. And so I'm trying to think, I think, you know, it's, it's funny. I just had somebody, I think her name's Courtney on the podcast and in the, in the conversation, we were talking about um, the difference between clever and concise. Mm. Yeah. Uh, could you could you type that into the chat, or maybe? Yeah, I'll have to bring up YouTube. I had I was hearing both the audio, so I killed the, okay. uh, uh, the YouTube. Let me just see. If so I, I want to process it through the lens of of. Uh, concise, not clever, and I want to process through the lens of solving a problem and see if if there's anything we can do to tweak it. Okay, and I have just brought it back up, so I'll pop it in the chat here in two seconds. Okay. I don't know to scroll. Okay, scroll down. There's a lot of people chatting. I love that. Yeah. Uh, or if you want, Max, we have a private chat. I think you can see that. And you could okay. put it over there because, yeah, the, the chat room often has its own show as it's going on. So, beautiful. Good. That's where I put it. It's on the private chat. Now. Okay, so here we oh, go. Oh, it's in the private chat. Wings okay. to Rotors, my journey to a helicopter uh, add-on rating and how, to, how you can start now. And this is one of those where, because I'm not a pilot, there, there's part of this that goes, okay, add-on rating, got it. It's a rating and, that you add on. So. Right. That'll have specific meaning to pilots. Yeah, I'm going to say, but that's to. this is where it's good that, like, there are times when if I don't understand something, I'm like, oh, this is good because I'm not I'm not your target audience. And so you're, right. you're, exactly. you're talking the language, you know, the native tongue. Okay, I've, I've been I, – I started to tweak it a little bit now that I've got yeah. it written down. So in my in my mind, wings to rotors is clever, but it makes sense. It makes total sense. It's also concise. Yeah. And then it goes my journey to a helicopter add-on rating and how you could start. In the way that I would title an episode, I think you're worried too much about yourself than you than you are about the listener. And mm-hmm. all I mean is I want to think of them first. Because right. we're trying to get there, we're trying to have them do something. We want them to click it. We want it to mean something to them. Right. And truthfully, you're going to have a ton of people that just love to follow you. And you say, "This is my journey to from right. to helicopter," and they're going to come out and they're going to say something like, "Oh, I want to hear what he's doing. I just want him because I love him." 
uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't, in my mind, it doesn't grab them as much because it's not really about them. And so I would twitch, I would probably switch it around and say the thing that grabs them first. I, I did this. Have you ever wanted to pilot a heli? Uh, and, and, and then it goes wings to rotors. Mm-hmm. And so that at the end, when you're, when, um, when they click, cause they're like, Oh, helicopter, that sounds cool. Or if you, if you talked about, um, how to how to do a helicopter add-on? Uh, uh, then they're like, okay, I know what I'm gonna get for me out of this episode. It's gonna be about um, it's gonna be what what I can do about adding helicopter. And you could have in the sub contact sub uh, title or in the very first part of this um, of the uh, show notes, it could say my journey and and uh, and what I learned that I can pass along to you, something like that, because it wouldn't be, I want it to be more about the listener, about that person that you're helping. So, so all of the things that we say on our podcast in my, the way that I teach people is everything that you say, every question that you ask, every guest that you have, every title that you have, you always want to be thinking, uh, and I'm going to type this. Well, I was going to type it, but there's two different chats, so I'm not going to worry <laughs> about it. It's W I I F M. Yeah. And this is what we've we know to be as everybody's favorite radio station. W I I F M. What's in it for me? Yeah. Right. What is in it for me? So that when they when we go to a title, sometimes obscure titles or clever titles or titles that are about somebody else don't feel like they're about us. But when we hear how to solve this problem, get your get your helicopter license uh, today. If it's just like get your helicopter's license, uh, it's it's a, a new th- a new way to do this or whatever. However you want to say that, it's so clear to them, and it's talking about them the whole time. The Makes whole sense. time. So, yeah. so I do still think yours is good. I just I would look I would look to rework it to psychologically how do we get that person to think that they have to watch this and i think that there's a little use of my journey being something that they're less likely to care not all of them some of them love you so much they're going to definitely want that but some of them also care about themselves and they're they want to see that first yeah makes total sense all right great thanks for the feedback on that there you go thanks max and thanks uh, so much have a good one the the other thing I wanted to show real quick here is we mentioned I, I just dawned on me Mike we mentioned that you have a show and all uh, I'm trying my my hmm, if we could just hum the Jeopardy theme oh that's why because I'm not sharing slides do 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 keep going uh, no here I we think go. the listeners loving it it's uh, we've mentioned uh, you know. You can go to growyourshow.com. You can also check out and talk about an obvious name. The podcast on podcasting is Adam's show on, you guessed it, it's a podcast about podcasting. And he's got all sorts of interviews and solo shows. And uh, you can check that again, growyourshow.com, and just click on the podcast link. All sorts, I'm, I'm just like, hey, it's Deidre. Hey, it's that. And it's, you know, um, there we go. Uh, Travis is a great guy. So check that out as well. So when... Uh, Max is talking about, hey, I listened to your show. That's where you get it. But uh, next up, we've got uh, 
the one, the only, Dr. Brad Miller. How's it going, Brad? <laughs> hey, 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 uh, fellas. Uh, nice to make a connection here. Uh, Adam, yeah. I wasn't uh, familiar with you. I'm actually in Dave's School of Podcasting. And awesome. So, uh, so I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I'll just fess up. <laughs> yeah. for, I'll just fess right up. Right now, I'll it. just, I'll just uh, I'm guilty. So what I'm going to ask you, one of the reasons I mentioned that is because what I'm going to ask you about, uh, Dave and I have gone around the roundabout several times, and I've asked a similar question to like David Hooper and Larry, Larry Roberts and several other you know podcasting pros, and that's what it is. I've been podcasting quite a while, about 11 years, quite a few shows out there, but I'm launching a brand new show next month. And uh, my question of you, Adam, because I just, just now looked at your website and saw that you're you know, you're really into the, the launching of uh, helping people launch podcasts. If I want to launch my new podcast strong and by strong, I kind of define that as hundred plus or so downloads within the first month or so. And relatively quickly in that thousand download area within a, a few months. So that's kind of how my definition works. I'm kind of working on the, you know, the Kelly, a th thousand true fans sort of a thing. Yeah. And, um, so anyhow, if I want to launch it strong uh, out of the gate, and I already got it, I'm in, well under the process here now, but I'd like your take, kind of your process of launching a, uh, a podcast strong. All right. I've got a few pieces that I'll share. And Dave, can I share a resource if it's uh, oh, yeah. on my podcast? Yeah, dude. Okay. Um, so I've got a show called The Podcast on Podcasting. And the first six episodes, it's, it's a course. So rather than putting a course on a website and charging for it or getting an email or moving you to anywhere else just and making you not have to be on the podcast, we just put it as the first six episodes. And that's really a course about how to launch a top podcast, how to get a podcast that, that gets some traction. Um, I'm going to give you the four things that are coming to my mind right now on launching a podcast. Yes. Um, you can also, I think there's hours of content from episodes one through six on the podcast on podcasting. So the, yeah, the, back when our colors were orange. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot about that. All right. All right. So let me jump in th to these four things about launching a podcast that's going to get some traction. And so the, f I'll, the first thing, Dave, you're distracting me. I'm sorry. First, I've got all this. I'm ADHD too, man. <laughs> all right. So, um, so pre-launch team, that's the first thing that I want you to think of is that I don't want you to do this alone. Uh, when we find a way to create a movement, we get people behind us, we get support behind us. And so think about a pre-launch team, starting a movement, not a podcast. You're doing something bigger than you. That's the whole point of this. And so who's on your pre-launch team? It's going to be probably Dave Jackson. It's probably going to be your coaches, your mentors. It'll also be some of your peers. It'll also be some of your perfect, perfect avatar. That, that perfect avatar just means the person that you serve in your business and podcast. And a lot of people have, have, um, have that same avatar where it's who I serve in the business, who I serve in the podcast. Now, if, if it's not a business-related podcast, then it just who do you serve in the podcast? And you'll go and uh, engage and, and recruit a few of these to be part of your pre-launch team where they're going to spread the buzz, ask questions, answer your questions. They're going to give you some ideas of what that person needs and what they want. This is, this is a helpful thing because the biggest, the biggest reason why I like the pre-launch team is 
that you're going, it's not just going to be your people. So a, a good way to say this is Trojan horse marketing, Trojan mm-hmm. horse marketing. Okay. Um, you've got, you know, let's just say Brad Miller knows a thousand people. You, you know, a thousand and 15% of them are probably going to see you post this if, if you do your best. But if you've got three or four or six or 10 people, then you're really hacking into their networks. You, you found a way to get behind the gate and infiltrate, like put your troops there. Okay, just to back up there a second. You're saying three or four or five people in my team is, as opposed to the 800 or so on my Facebook group friends and whatever it would, would, would be but really focus in on that three or four or five people and their networks. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah. And maybe it's more than three or four or five. Maybe it's less also. Um, but the, the beginning is to, is to get your people assembled that believe in your message, that love who you are, that, that want to support this podcast. It'll really help them to be able to put it in front of their people as at the same time as you're putting it in front of your people. Which uh, allows you, that's why I say Trojan horse, because you're going to get into all these places that you weren't able to get without it. And so that's you having uh, additional support. That's the first thing, having a pre-launch team, grabbing people around you. The second thing is your own social media. And I'm going to try to give you two tips on social media as quickly as I can. This is something I have every client do. Whether or not they know what their podcast title is, I ask them to make a first post on social about the name of their podcast. So let's just pretend for a moment. Do you? What's the name of your new podcast, Brad? What, what, what's the name of the new one coming out? Yeah, it's called Cancer and Comedy. Cancer and Comedy. Wow, that is an interesting. I like that. See? And all right, so let's go in. Um, I'm sorry, Dave. You said something there. What? You- no, I just like I told him. I said that's a that's a title that's going to have people go. Wait, I got to listen to that. That's yeah, those yeah. are two words that don't go together. So <laughs> yeah, perfect. Oh, okay. So cancer and comedy, Brad. You and the, are and the, the, the subtitle is healing through hope and humor. And I've got my avatar worked out and a lot of that stuff as well. And I've got a few interviews in the can already. So I'm along the way here. All right. What I wanted to share: um, cancer and comedy, healing through hope and, and humor. Humor. Okay, I didn't write it all down, but let's just go here: cancer and comedy. Brad is a perfect example, if you're listening, of somebody who already knows what his podcast title is going to be, and so Brad is going to be the first person listening that's going to say, "But it wouldn't." it wouldn't make sense to give all these other titles if I already know what my title is. There is a reason why you're going to have additional titles. So the first thing that the client will do when we figure out the title, or even maybe we've got an idea of like two or three ideas that would be good and we're not sure which to pick yet. We make it a total of two, three, or four ideas. You don't want to go more than that. And you'll make a post And the post on social, this is Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, is going to ask opinions. Human psychology makes it almost impossible for us to ignore Mm. having the chance to give our opinion. Okay. And there's a lot to this. And that's, that's why this is so important. There's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of algorithm triggering if you're doing this right. 
and but you're you're launching a podcast and Brad's goal and hopefully the listener's goal too is how do we get the most amount of people to be behind this podcast, listen to this podcast in the beginning. So I get more than I think you said a hundred downloads in the first month or something like that. Yeah, just kind of a minimal. My, my goal would be within a first within three or four months to have a thousand downloads an episode. Okay. So I I'm gonna say on social media, you're going to post and it's gonna say Hey, everybody, I need your help. I'm launching another podcast. Yeah, I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm passionate about this podcast. And I, I'm passionate about the podcast and I need to do it. But I just need some help, some guidance on your opinion of these two titles. Um, one that I was thinking of is cancer and comedy. And the other one that I was thinking of was name something else. And I forget you, you had another name at one point. I forget what it was. Drop, uh, drop dead alive was one of what I was working with. <laughs> mm. So, so put in, uh, yeah. two or three or four options for your Facebook friend to see. And, and then it, at the end you'll use an emoji. An emoji. It, it'll just be like a hand pointing down. So then you'll say, let me know in the comments which one is 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 your oh, opinion okay. and wait, why. Wait, go. Let's go back to the emojis because I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm kind of emoji illiterate. All right. That's that's okay, uh, and I'm glad uh, you are. Keep uh, going. Yeah, but just let me ask you. Know, what do you mean? So they're going to respond. If I let's just say, hey, uh, pick up between. You know, I'll put on my Facebook list, my LinkedIn, and my my two biggest uh, uh, social media things. That, that I use in the neighborhood of a thousand on each one is what I've got uh, okay. links. And so our uh, connections. Uh, so I put out there, Hey, uh, everybody, I'm starting a new podcast. Uh, it, here's the two working titles that I have cancer and comedy and drop dead alive. Give me the, for my simple mind, a thumbs up or a thumbs down emoji. Click one of those. Um, no, it'll be a hand pointing down or an arrow pointing down to the comments and what you'll say is oh in the actual comment itself yeah uh, so you you, you can in, go at, here in the title in in the actual should i just like go to my facebook and like write <laughs> yeah. real quick show show me yeah. please or, so, or so, is do you, is your listener not not going to be able to see it um well, i'm seeing something on my screen right now well that's now. The, i'm showing twitter on how to get an emoji so if i type okay, good, so, good, good, so good. if i type in here point down yeah. Yeah. So there's just a couple of arrows. There's that hand pointing oh, down. Oh, okay. And what all all I've you'll seen do those is I've just never used them before. Okay. In the actual post, it'll be hook story offer. So Brad, this is going to be a support for you to just type in hook story offer because that's what I've been doing with this whole thing, and I did it in my head without uh, without specifying it before. But with this social media post, there's going to be a hook. And it's going to be, oh my gosh, I'm starting another podcast. You're going to think I'm crazy. You're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm starting another podcast. That's the hook. It's yeah, okay. the thing that stops the scroll. It's the thing that gets people's attention. And so then the story is, this is the podcast. This is who, it, who it's going to be for. And I've got two titles that I came up with, and I'd love your opinion. Then what's the offer? The offer is whatever you ask the person to do. It's call to action. It's a CTA. It's call to action. It's whatever you're asking them to do. Go subscribe to my podcast or let me know in the comments which title you like best with, with an arrow pointing down. 
Let me know in the, you're saying the words, let me know in the comments, which one you so like. So they're going to have two options under CTA, go do the way you're describing right now to go subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment in the, uh, in the body with the arrow, with the finger up and down. Truthfully, they're only going to have one. They're only going to have, leave my opinion in the comments. Yeah. The, okay. the, the emoji is okay. just to get their attention to like, Hey, this is where so, you leave your comment. Okay, but I don't like put a link to my website or anything like that in there. No, no, and there's a couple of reasons why most of the social media platforms, this is good for everybody to know. Yeah. Most of the social media platforms, they they do what's called it's a it's um a shadow ban. And all that means is like you're going to make the post, but they're just not going to show it to anybody. The reason why is because if you put a link well, Facebook makes money when people stay on Facebook. Yes. So, so if you want to keep people, if you want to get people away from Facebook, they've already got an algorithm that they built in that says, oh, crap, this person's taking people away. This person's okay. taking people to podcasts. This person's taking the people to YouTube. This person's taking people to his website. We lose money from our advertisers. And are and we're not making money for our investors when people go to podcasting or go to YouTube or go to their website. So when you put a link in a post, this is why most people, most of the time, never see more than three likes or three comments on a post that ever has a link. Mm. And that they, they, they don't usually show up in day one. Normally they'll show up because somebody goes to your actual page and they're scrolling through and now they can see it because they're on your page, but they never got notified of it because there was a link. So you don't put the link at, I will give you like a secondary thing. This is, this is about links, it, but we're, this is a pause from the four things real quick. A different way to do this is to say, I'd be more than happy. So you're, you've got your hook story offer for, for when you want to share a link at a different time. You got your hook. Hey, I, I just came out with a podcast episode that's going to sound crazy. Mm. Or, okay. or yeah. I can't believe I, I finally interviewed my hero. Something like this. This is your hook. The story is we had a really great episode. Uh, very insightful and there's a few things that you need, okay? That, that's the story. The offer will be, I'd be more than happy to send the direct link so you can check out that podcast. Just let me know in the comments below, and then you oh, put that little okay. emoji. So just let just... me know that you want it in the comments. And then they're going to go in and comment, and they're going to say, yeah, I would love it. Send it to me. And then, what, and then there's a trick. Instead of like putting it in the comments later and saying, okay, here you go. Here's the link. Now nobody has to engage with that post anymore because the link is sitting there in the, in the, uh, in the chat or, or in, in the, the comments. comments. Yeah. So instead of doing that, you'll say, let me know in the comments. And then they will say, Brad, I'd love to check out that episode. And your reply is, happy to send it over. Would you rather me send it just to your DMs or do you want me to email you? Question okay. mark. All right, and good. then they'll say, go ahead and email me. And you say, what is your best email for this purpose? Question mark. And then they will say, I'll DM you my, my best email. And, and you'll say, great. Then you go and find the DM. Then you go and send it to them. And you go back okay. to the comments again. And you say, just to let you know, I, I emailed that to you. Let me know when you get it. Question mark. 
right. And what well, you're doing is you're putting so much engagement underneath and, this post that a and, lot of people are going to be able and to see everyone it. Else takes, is see, and everyone else is seeing that too, at least theoretically, right? Everybody yeah. else sees this. the comments going back and forth. They see that it's, a blo it's blowing up. They're seeing the social proofing of multiple different people that want to see this thing. And then they don't even maybe know why they want to want to know or see this. But they're like, everybody wants to watch this episode. Yeah. I probably ought to watch it too. Yeah. I, there's, I, what am I missing? I've got to figure this out too. And so they'll, uh, they'll get behind it as well. Well, the hope is that everybody out there kind of either is or knows somebody who has cancer or something like that. And, you know, they'll spread the word that that way. But yeah. You, you, you hit on social media. And I know you said you had a couple of okay. things you wanted to. All right, all right, I don't yes. want to miss that. So are you, are you seeing how I use on my social yeah. media hook story offer? I, and I, and I have to be honest with you. And, and Dave, Dave knows this. I'm weak on social media and I just need to wrap up my game. Well, and okay. before you move off this, DR had a question. And Mark's on deck. So Mark, hang tight, buddy. We'll get to you. How do you format the hook and then the story in Facebook? Would it be hook and then space and then story? We're not able to to bold change font sizes on Facebook apparently. Ooh, yeah, no, that's a th that is an interesting question because it's it's off from where I, my brain was. So I'm loving loving that they brought up that question. So um, there with hook and story and offer, it is all the post. It is all the same font. I mean, technically, you can go to places and find different fonts and copy and paste it. Yeah, uh, that's not what we're talking about here. It, you're just typing in as as a post on Facebook. You're typing in um, about what you want to have happen. But the formula you think of is hook story offer, and the hook is usually a question or a statistic or an outlandish thing. Uh, if you're, let's just say, you're a real estate investor. And you've been doing it for a long time. A lot of people follow you. A hook could be, I'm, I think I'm quitting real estate in 2024. That could be the hook. The story is the stuff that you want them to know. And the offer is the place where you want them to go. The thing that you want them to do. The call to action. So it, you're not changing fonts. And it works just fine in Facebook. It works the same with LinkedIn. But going back to the social media, we put in the two different uh, two different titles. You say, let me know which one in the comments. Now you comment on the comments. You appreciate what they're saying. That was the first post. The second post is later with podcast artwork. When If somebody works with our team, they just get four different artworks automatically. If you're working with a team that gives you one or 10 or whatever, um, podcast branding. Uh, also Fiverr. Also, there's a lot of ways to get this stuff done. And what you, you what you'll want to do is you'll probably want to have two, three, or four, same as the titles. You want to probably have two, three, or four podcast artwork ideas, and you want to post again. So this is kind Wait, of the form. Be, go ahead. Before you go there, if, sure. if I, have I already discerned from my audience? Which title I'm going with, yes. or do I do I put That's my a good question, or do I and put my different title options up there in artwork? You, now that you're posting the artwork, you know the title, and you'll hear that by the way that I by the way that I share it. Okay. So this is your second post. It happens much after, like a week or two after you've got the title picked. The artwork comes up, and this is your post. You'll say thank you so much for your help on on. Uh, on figuring out the title, we decided to call it Cancer and Comedy. 
and I need your help just one more time. Okay. I, I went to Fiverr. I went to, what's the podcast sponsor's name again? Uh, podcastbranding.co. In fact, I went that's- to podcast. I went to Fiverr. I went to podcast branding. I went to this other place. Uh, my my team that's helping me gave me four different artworks, and um, I don't. I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear your opinion. And then you use the emoji again. Let me know in the comments which one you like. And sometimes what I do is, and if two of them needed to have a baby, what's that supposed <laughs> to look like? Right. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. All right. All right. So that's social media because you're getting people behind you. And can I, I need to give you the big takeaway because this is. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I don't know if Dave needs to move well, on. Well, I just, I, before we move on, just DR wants to know how long, uh, how long is too long when it comes to the hook story offer post? I want to remind people podcasting just celebrated 20 years. And if they've waited 20 years for your podcast, they can wait another four days. You know, how long do, does this typically go on? Do you think, Adam? Wait, is she asking how much copy should be written? How long? I think she's saying you, you've to... made this Facebook post. Okay, yeah. So she's talking about the post itself. Yeah. How how lengthy it should be, right? Well, I think, I, yeah. Dr, are you talking how long is the post, or how long do you let this process go through of getting feedback and that whole nine yards? So. Let us know. I'm going to answer. I'm going to start answering yeah. as if it's just how, how much copy needs to be here. The hook is going to be yeah. a sentence. Yeah. So how okay, long is the, the post? The hook is a sentence or a question. It, the hook is quick. The story, this is what I want them to know, that I'm launching a new podcast or that I, that I had a great interview and it's going to be available to people and they're, they're going to get takeaways. That's going to be a paragraph or two or three, if you can. If you have to make it longer, you can. And then the offer is is really ultimately going to be one one thing that's saying with an emoji. It's just saying, let me know in the comments. So so the how long is the post? It's probably going to be a sentence, a paragraph, and a sentence, or it's going to be a sentence, three or four paragraphs, and a sentence. All right. Um, social media. So here's why is it so important? Like if you don't hear this, it's almost pointless to do any of it. If you don't hear this part, why do we want to trigger algorithms? Why do we want to use hook story offer formula? Why do we want people to engage? Because if you made a post that wasn't engaging, didn't ask for people's opinion, what's actually true is those social media platforms, they are split testing you. It's called A-B testing. They're split testing you against the other person who's posting at the same time. If the other person gets more engagement, they stop showing yours and they start showing theirs. So in the beginning, they're going to, they're going to just data test this test, a very, very small amount. They're going to say, hey, what happens if we put this in front of three of Brad's friends? They put them in front of those three friends. None of the friends engage. Then they stop. They put it in front of those three friends. One of them engaged, says, all right, let's, let's see what happens with 15. Three more engage. Ah, oh, this is working really well. Let's put, it, uh, let's put it in front of 100 of his friends and, and see what happens. They start commenting. You start re- replying, and it's blowing up. What's going to happen is it triggers an algorithm that makes – way more people see what you're doing. And that's why we like to use the social media pre-launch 
to be able to get a lot of people behind our podcast that would never have seen a post before. In fact, I had this, uh, this client, his name is Brad Chandler, uh, different Brad. Brad, I looked at all of his posts and he, he had one comment, one like, three comments, three likes, none of his stuff in, in months and months and months. I scrolled through a lot. He never had anything. And he's like, yeah, well, Adam, I don't think I'm going to get very many on this. Maybe 10, you know, which would 10 times his average, actually, because he normally would get about one. So Brad, the other Brad, Brad Chandler, we did this hook story offer, and he ended up having thousands of impressions and hundreds and hundreds of comments. I think it was like 350 comments. It was completely different than what he had been doing all along. So if you do an engaging post, it's going to support you. The biggest benefit is now Brad, Now that Brad has tri- triggered the algorithms twice with the first post and second post, his new posts get more engagement also. And his podcast became a top podcast in a short amount of time. Nice. All right. So pre-launch team, social media, assets. And what I'm saying by assets is who can you reach out to? Do you have email lists available from your other podcasts? Do you have friends that ha- can get you on their podcast? Do you have what are the tools in your shed? I just call it assets. So who do you ha- who can you email? Who can you call when you're launching? Okay. That's that's and that's, then the last one is paid ads. The fourth one is is how do I get my basically I want to get this in front of people. Okay. So an idea is to is to pay to play. There's a lot of ways to do that. We could talk about it later, but okay. just to clarify one quick point before I think I need, Dave needs to move on from me to somebody else. Most of what you're describing here is in those first four or five episodes of your podcast. Yeah. I think a I think a lot of it is in but, the first six episodes. But, yes. All right. Here's one point on um, paying for ads. Uh, this is Gary Arndt from the Everything Everywhere Show, uh, and he makes a really great point. The Last Avengers movie, one of the biggest movies of all time in terms of box office. And moreover, it was the second part of a two-part series. Everybody knew it was coming, yet they spent over $200 million in promotion of the movie. And if the Avengers has to spend $200 million to promote their film, why do you think your media property, which is smaller, can get away doing nothing and just making social media posts? And I did the math on that. That was 7% of their budget. Like they, they mm. came, that thing made, yeah. they paid 200 million. I think it made 1.98 billion. So wow. it was a drop in the bucket, but I was like, that's a, that's a good point. So. Yeah. Thank you, yes. Adam. Helpful stuff, man. Helpful. Absolutely. Brad, thank you much, man. And yeah, let us, uh, if you got an episode to listen, you know, that's something, uh, the other thing you could do if you have your own Facebook group, that's where you can actually have a poll. That's where I think we did that with your title. Uh, back yeah, in the day in we, the school of podcasting, so yeah, we 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 we've workshopped this a fair amount, yeah. in that a- area, but not on social media like he's describing. Yeah, here. so there you go. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, Brad. Thank, thank you, Adam. All right, and next up, everybody's favorite uh, artwork man. If you're looking for podcast branding, the one and only Mark Decote. How are you, buddy? Thanks hey, for waiting. Good. Nice talking to you. Hey, Adam. Nice to meet you. Good to, good to meet you too, Mark. Um, just quickly, Brad, uh, nice to see you on here. And it was a lot of fun creating the artwork for Cancer and Comedy. Uh, nice. So um, looking forward to seeing that show live. Uh, I will be promoting it because I did the artwork for it. Right. Um, 
I have a question. This is more of a technical question. I can't believe that in all the time that I've been doing websites and all that for podcasters, this first time I've come across this. I have a new client that has a, um, she has two websites. She has her business website and she has a podcast website. Now the podcast is fully related to the business. So I don't know why wow. she did it that way, Right. but she's retiring the podcast. She's done with it. She's not going to do it anymore. She has 140 some episodes out. She's been doing it for a few years, but she's done with the podcast. And now she's hired me to update her business website and migrate the podcast from the podcast website, which she doesn't really need anymore. Since and since it's related to her business, I suggested that you know you should have it just a podcast tab on your business site and have all your episodes there uh, because that's what it was for. Now the issue is her feed is generated through her WordPress. Yeah. So uh, you heard, you knew that was coming. Uh, as soon as I was like, wait, we're shutting down a website. I'm like, I know where this is going. So I've never had to deal with this before. Okay. She, she, her feed is generated through WordPress. Her podcast is hosted with Blueberry. Okay. Uh, so, so, so what she wants to do is redirect the power. It's going to be weird. You, you redirect to yourself. You want to redirect the PowerPress feed to the actual Blueberry feed. So in the Blueberry dashboard, there is a Blueberry feed for people that want to use Blueberry as their, their website. Um, and that way it's still like, it's going to be weird. You're going to basically redirect from something that looks like this to something that looks exactly like that. Right. It's, you know, cause with PowerPress, when you publish it, all that show description goes into Blueberry. So it should yeah. be there. So you can redirect the feed to point at Blueberry. And then once that's, propagated across the internet, then you can shut down her website without her show breaking. Okay. So how long does it take? Like mm. if I, like I do a permanent redirect, does it like, does everybody like all the, uh, the podcasters out there, will they pick up on that right away? Uh, most of them, except of course our friends at Stitcher, not Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Spotify, you have to manually update. Okay, so that's the only one to manually update? Let me double check on that in my head here. Um, I would say Stitcher, but well, you know. Yeah, well. Uh, three yeah. weeks and that'll be gone. I think Spotify is the only one that I know of. Most of the other ones, Google's a little flaky right now. I don't know what's going on with Google, but they should. Everything over at Google right now is slow. Well, Google probably has every feed that's available for right. the show listed. Yeah, so. That's true. Yeah, but as far as I know, those are the those are the biggies that that matter. Our okay. Spotify so, and Stitcher. And I would do that. Like, is the redirect right in the uh, PowerPress plugin? I don't think like so. In there's, WordPress, or you would do it through Blueberry? You, you basically, there's a plugin creatively named Redirect. And um, I, I will send you a link uh, later because I know, obviously, I know Mark, he's the sponsor. But there's a, a tutorial on Libsyn that explains how to use the redirect feed because we run into this all the time. Um, well, I figured you would. That's why yeah. I, I thought I'd come on here and ask. Yeah, so it is. It's weird because you're redirecting yourself to yourself. But the point is, once everything is looking at Blueberry, Blueberry's not going away. You're still using it. They're still going to host the files. But at least that way, when you kill the the website, which will kill the feed, the, the apps don't go. Wait, what happened? Where'd he go? Because it's yeah. it's got a feed to look at. Now, just in your opinion, Dave, would you redirect it to the Blueberry feed or would you use something like uh, Podcast Mirror and redirect it there um, just in case 
you know, in the future, it ever has to be moved. Or, you know, it, she's not adding anything to the podcast. The podcast is, as I said, she's yeah. retiring it, but she wants to keep it live. Yeah, I would throw it at Blueberry because in, in the event you need to redirect it, you can redirect that feed. Again, okay. Yeah, so. Because uh, okay. it's six one way, half a dozen the other. So okay, I just didn't know how much work was ahead of me. As I said, I, I've I've switched people over before from one site to the other, but they've all had like a, a Libsyn, a Blueberry, a Captivate feed. So yeah. that was easy. It's just you know yeah. now it's on a different website, but, but it's the exact. This same is feed. why you hire Mark seriously, because I know so many web guys. They're like, oh, we'll just shut down the website, and they're like, hey, my podcast is broken because the web guy doesn't understand podcasting. I've had multiple people just get hosed because. And again, the web guy was probably brilliant at, at web stuff, but he doesn't understand podcasting and he doesn't realize that, oh yeah, we'll just move everything over to the news site and shut it down. And you're like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, you just killed their podcast. And then if the website's already gone, then you have to, you know, depending on who your domain register is, doing a redirect when you don't have a website gets kind of tricky in some mm -hmm. cases. So um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, good. Well, right. that answers my question, Dave. I'll look forward to that email. All right, man. Thank you, sir. Okay. We'll see you. And uh, before I forget, it's time to thank our awesome supporters. Our awesome supporters. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, because uh, somebody, uh, actually, this person had, well, we'll get to that after the this thing. But uh, if you want to be an awesome supporter, it's a way of saying, hey, thanks for all the free uh, podcasting uh, advice we're getting here. Just go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. You can sign up there. If you're a $20 supporter, like today, our, um, we'll come back. Our, today's awesome supporter that we're featuring is Max Trescott over at aviationnewstalk.com, which is so wild that he showed up. I was like, hey, I'm going to talk about you in about 30 minutes. So, uh, but if you want to start a podcast, uh, I would love to have you over at schoolofpodcasting.com. We've got courses, we've got coaching and community, and of course, unlimited one-on-one -on -one coaching. I just installed a new community and I put out a video that you can bug me pretty much anytime you want now and I will answer your questions. Um, Ask the Podcast Coach runs on PodPage. If you want to try PodPage, there's some really cool stuff coming to PodPage. I got some access to some beta stuff that's coming down. Uh, go over to trypodpage.com and if you want to learn PodPage, go to learnpodpage.com and uh, he's not here today. But uh, if you're like, hey, I, I miss Jim Collison today. Well, you can always find Jim and Home Gadget Geeks over at TheAverageGuy.tv. And uh, we're on our road to get 40 awesome supporters. Uh, go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. And again, thanks to our, our fill-in co-host today. Thanks to uh, Adam. Again, he's over at GrowYourShow.com. So uh, the one thing, if I can figure out how to remove that, there we go. We did have, I always say, go out to Ask the Podcast Coach. There's a little microphone in the bottom right-hand corner, and you can leave a question. So uh, this was from Richard. I'm at your askthepodcastcoach.com slash support page. I see the Patreon, buy me a coffee, PayPal. I thought you'd done a whole thing on crypto. I'm wondering where that page is. And are you still doing that? Yes, we are. In fact, if you want to send the... I think there's another question there, but that's all I know for now. All right. Thank you, Richard. Uh, sure. Go ahead. Use this on air. There we go. And uh, Thanks. Bye. You're welcome, Richard. So you can go uh, to futureofpodcasting.net. That is a show I do with Daniel J. Lewis, where we talk about all the podcasting 2.0 specs that are coming out and if it's going to move forward and not and how we can move it forward and things like that. Uh, and that 
has a video right at the top that you can set your show up to receive what we call value for value. So, and I was amazed because I log in and I'm like, wow, I got 78 bucks. And it's like a half of a quarter of a penny at a, a time, but pennies make dollars. And so it's one of those things where it's getting easier. It's still, I say, about three years, maybe a little early, but you can now go in to like Fountain is an app and you can actually just tie it to your bank account to buy. And here's the problem. You're buying Bitcoin. And that's when your bank goes, you're doing what? And so you have to use, I think, a debit card instead of a credit card to get by your bank. And I'm like, right there. I'm like, ah, you just lost Aunt Cheryl. Aunt Cheryl's like, what? And she's lost. So it's there. Uh, and you can do that. And if you're listening on a one of those newfangled podcast apps, uh, you can uh, send us a boostagram and uh, I will uh, be happy to say thank you for that. So the, and if you're like well, new podcast app, go to newpodcastapps.com. There's a, a bunch of those. So Adam, have you heard much about the whole podcasting 2.0 thing? No, I haven't. It's uh, what it is, is for years, the nerds would argue amongst each other and they'd be like, we need to ditch RSS feeds, man. It's, it's, uh, it's holding back podcasting. We should move to JSON or whatever. And so, well, oh, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. And then what, one, yeah. of, one of the guys from that invented podcasting, Adam Curry said, what if we just make RSS feeds better? And people went, so he's got a literally a an army of developers that are like, what if we could get it to do this? So now there are things like transcripts that more and more podcasts are doing that, but now there's an actual field so that no matter what host you're on, in, in the future, again, you can have this. And in some cases, there are players that are using that transcript to show up like closed captioning. Everybody gets focused on the whole, wait, how can I make money with this? Which is amazing because the the value that people send you is completely up to them. So some people stream, you know, and a Satoshi is a very, very, very small amount of Bitcoin. It's like if you send me 2,000 Satoshis, it's like, 87 cents or something like that, which is half the problem. It sounds huge. Wait, what? 2,000. It's like, it's very small. But I've had people, you know, send me hundreds of thousands of Satoshis. You're like, wait, he just sent me $42. I'm like, that's pretty cool. So it's it's new. It's along the way. And that's the thing. Everybody, we kind of talk about how it's the only way you can send small amounts of money, but it's also a really cool way that people can send large amounts of money if they want to. And it's just another stream of income. And the longer they listen, the more you make. And so it's, it's up there. There are, I believe now 14,000 shows out of the, whatever, 2 million to 4 million that are active, uh, that are now doing that. So again, it's still in its infancy, but, uh, if you want to check out how to do that, it takes maybe five minutes, future of podcasting.net. And there's a video right there at the top. And that video is also on my YouTube channel. So that's always, uh, Always fun as well. We, we I did find a question here from, this was a Facebook group, and they were talking about full season drops. Has anyone here experimented with releasing once a week versus a full season? So if you're doing a podcast and you're doing seasons and things like that, um, has anyone experimented with that? I started my podcast uh, last year with two episodes releasing a week, Wednesday and Thursday. But I got burned out after about eight weeks trying to keep up with everything. I ended up taking a seven-month break due to burnout, depression, 
and a family emergency. Now I'm back, and I've decided to release episode once a week for 12 to 16 weeks, and then take a four to six week break and start all over. The problem is I'm not maintaining the reach I was getting when I was releasing twice a week. There's a reason for that part of it. We'll talk about that in a second. I think it was keeping listeners more engaged. So now I'm wondering if it would be better to drop each season all at once and then take a break and and repeat it again. Or would the break cause the same engagement problem? And so for me, I think the problem, I, I when we're guessing here, but she's saying, hey, I came back and I don't have the same amount of listeners that I did before. And she kind of answered her own question. One of the problems was you took a seven-month break. I think that could be part of it. But yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on on seasons? I am going to be the bah humbug. I'm, I don't really like seasons. I yes. don't think the seasons make as much sense. I'd rather you be publishing uh, at the same time every week, at least one a week. Um, I, th- I feel like that is a great way to at least show the podcast playing platforms that you're serious, that that they can trust you, that they can push you and promote you in front of other people because they know that it's coming again next week at the same time. And I also feel like it's better to serve your listener to do one a week or two or three week or three or four or five a week, however many you can do, you know, whatever your, your max is that you can maintain. Yeah. Um, and, that way your your listener keeps seeing you in front of them and actually it's interesting because i was speaking at someone's conference in real estate uh i also do real estate investing so i was speaking at this this conference and i was backstage and the host of the conference had he does 7 days a week he he will publish an episode every single day and this woman he, he's the longest running real estate, daily real estate podcast in the world. So she raises her hand and I can see her because she's in the front row and I'm backstage and she goes, uh, she goes and almost laughing at him. Like, I can't believe you put yourself through daily episodes. And she said, Joe, if you had to start all over again, would you still do a daily episode? And Joe said, no. If I redid everything from scratch, I would do a twice a day podcast. Mm. I would do a 14 episodes a week. And he starts naming all of these reasons why you're connecting with more perfect people because you're having those conversations. Um, We talked about Trojan horse marketing. You are being able to get in front of the, the followers, the friends of, you know, 14 people a week instead of one person a week or seven people a week. So he, he talked about all of that, but here's a big thing. On most of the podcast playing platforms, we'll just use Apple as an example. We'll use my own phone as an example. When I go to Apple, I'm subscribed to about 25 different podcasts. And the only podcasts that I see are the ones that have published recently. So with Joe wanting to publish 14 a week versus seven a week every single time. If I was on my phone, it wouldn't matter if I was there Monday morning, Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, the weekend, any day, uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you name it. If I pull up my phone, Joe's podcast is on the, I'm going to call it the first page of Google because I think you understand what I mean by first page of Google. So if, 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 
Joe just published a few hours ago. It's going to be the first podcast that shows up on that podcast playing platform, which means he's the squeaky wheel, which mm. means he gets the grease. And one of the things that holds us back is that we think that we don't have enough to say. We don't. We think that people won't want to hear us. We'll, we also think, realistically, who in their right mind would listen to 14 episodes? Who, what one person would listen to 14 episodes in a single week? How, how would Joe be on the right track here? Well, here's the, here's the couple of things that happen. If you have more content available, they're going to consume it. And I want to I use, um, use this one show as an example to illustrate the point that we're making today. Um, it's called Ozark. And I think it's the fourth season that came out about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And they published half of the season immediately. And I, I got that. I got through that in about four weeks. And they waited to publish the second half of that season because they didn't, they wanted to be maybe nominated for a Grammy or an Emmy or I don't know what, but right. they wanted to be nominated for it. So they needed to be a little bit later on in the year. And what ended up happening is when the last half of the, the first half was gone, I, compl- I love Ozark. I want to know what happens, but here's the problem is that I went and started watching other things when they were in their season break. That's it. And now I, ca- I haven't gotten back, and it's been a year and a half. And that's, I believe, what happens when we take three weeks or six weeks, or, or especially if we take longer. But if it's three weeks or more, I feel like our perfect avatar, our listener, comes and they're like, oh, they're on a break. I need to fill this time. And just like me with Ozark, your listener yeah. is going to go find another show. It, and if heaven you, forbid, they're going to be stuck and engrossed and in, in encapsulated in this new show. And that's where, where I am. I keep finding new shows and I still haven't gone back to Ozark. They lost me, but not because I'm mad at them, right. just because they weren't putting out when I needed it. I always tell people, it's like if, if your audience is listening on the way to work and all of a sudden you take a you know seven-week break... It's not like they're going to get in the car and like, well, I guess I'll sit here in silence on my way to work today because, you know, Dave didn't put out an episode. No, they're going to go find something else. And like you said, they're not mad at you. But, I mean, I started watching that. I I mentioned um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And after a while, I noticed, and again, it's 13 seasons. It's hard to keep it fresh. But that show could be renamed Weird People Yelling at Each Other. And so after about three episodes in a row of just weird people yelling at each other, I started watching Jack Ryan on Amazon and it's holding my interest. It's a, I'm like, okay, this one, I want to see if the world blows up or not or whatever. And, and when I'm in the mood for weird people yelling at each other, I'll go back. But uh, Dan makes a point uh, that works both ways because some publishing, someone publishing that much uh, content might make me think they're spamming. And I'd unsubscribe. But the other thing you have to keep in mind, I don't know if this is still the case, but for many years, Apple had a thing that if you had five episodes download to your phone and you didn't listen to any of them from that one podcast, it would stop downloading them. Because it's like, obviously, you don't want this. You haven't touched this. So when you're putting out two episodes a day, on day three, if you've, you know, 
on vacation or whatever, it's going to stop downloading the new shows. Now, in theory, you know, uh, that's, I don't know how often that happens, but yeah. And the other thing I've seen people do with Patreon, bringing it back to that topic, is I've seen people that like, hey, I can barely put out one episode a week. I'm going to do that. They start to get some patrons and then they say, oh, well, part of the bonus is I'm going to give you bonus episodes. And now they, they don't have any time to make bonus episodes. So they throw stuff together and it's not that great. And they're like, hey, thank you so much, people who are giving me money. Here's mediocre content. And so I'm all for I always tell people, quit trying to squeeze your podcast into your life. Do I got this backwards? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Quit trying to squeeze your life into your podcast. So they're like, I'm going to podcast daily. Well, their life, you don't have enough. How long does it take you to make an episode? Six hours. Oh, do you have six hours a day to make a podcast? No. Well, then why are you doing it? Then you either not hire Adam to do it for you or something. But instead, fit your podcast into your life, not your life into your podcast. Because when you fit your your life into your podcast, that just leads to burnout. Because you didn't ask the question, wow, it takes me seven hours to do a podcast. Do I have seven hours a week to do that? Yeah, I think so. Great. Do, can I do that twice a week? N- n- no. That's how you that's how you pick your schedule. Um, and they were talking about uh, this person here that that took the seasons. DR says, could you batch a ton of episodes and you could take some time off? Sure. If you can do that. Absolutely. Because she's saying, you know, if you batch 12 to 16 episodes, that would give you a three-month break. And that's the reason, like, places like Serial, the reason they take a break is because they just spent a year and a half flying all over the country to make that episode and they need a break for me. I'm, I'm with you, Adam. I'm not a huge fan of, of seasons. I I'm all for look. If, if the podcast is burning you out and you are, you know, it's causing issues with your health, your family, your attitude, by all means, put the podcast down for a bit. But yeah. uh, you know, if you're just taking a season, cause well, that's what everybody does. I'm like, well, not me. <laughs> You know, so. so something that helps me is I try to record more than I produce. So what that means, it, I'm publishing two a week, uh, one solo, one interview. And so I will, I'll go like five interviews on a Wednesday, five interviews the next Wednesday. I'll try to do five, five, five interviews for, for about a month or so. That'll get me like 20, which means I've got like four months of content or something. And I always try to restart recording again a couple of weeks or a few weeks before I ever need it again. But that way I've always got a bank account of episodes. And then same thing with solo episodes. If I ever get to the place where my team says, hey, do you have your solo ready for this week? You know, it's due in two days. And if I don't have it, I'll try to record two or three or four solos just right then. And that'll, that'll get me three or four weeks out. Um, so always record more than you produce. I, batching is helpful. And for me, it's every Wednesday is podcast day. Every single Wednesday is podcast day. Um, on the short end, I'll record one or two. That's when I've already got them uh, saved. On the upper end, I'll record four or five. And that's when I'm, I'm trying to bank those episodes and and. and you know, grow my savings account of episodes. Yeah. Well, and you're talking about the guy that was doing it, you know, daily. If his goal is to keep his brand in front of people, those don't have to be an hour long. I mean, that could be a five minute tip 
Did you know that such and such? Let's talk about that. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Here's my website. Thanks. And then he's keeping yeah. his brand in front of people. It's Everybody thinks like, well, you know, Joe Rogan does a 15-hour pot. No, no, <laughs> you're not Joe Rogan. You know, Uncle Marv says, um, absolutely, Adam, another mental part of publishing every week or more is that people assume you're doing something right and then they listen because they don't want to get behind. Yeah, I the schedule that I would I go mm, is like I have one I do twice a month, and even that I go mm, you're again you're giving lots of time for people to find something else to uh, to listen to. And then uh, Coach Dave wants to know: Are you publishing solos and interview episodes in the same feed? I do. What about you, Adam? Yeah, that's how I do it. If you have two different podcasts, I would do two different things. Like two different ones. One's about real estate investing. One's about podcasting. One's about life coach. One's about business coach. Whatever it is, then maybe you you do two different feeds. But for me, I've got the podcast on podcasting, and I go the even numbers are either interview or solo, and then the odds are the opposite interview or solo. So I'm I'm doing the two a week, um, Coach Dave. Um, one is going to be interview. I think, um, I think Mondays are interviews and Thursdays are solos on my show. Every Monday comes out an interview. Every Thursday comes out a solo, but it's all in the same feed and it goes back and forth. And I'll let you know when I don't do that, people notice. And I didn't know that people would appreciate the solos as much as they say that they do. Um, but what I'm experiencing is, when I had a crazy amount of interview episodes, like five months of, of just, I could have put multiple out a, a week. So I did that. Um, and we, we went to a place where I think I was doing a bodybuilding competition or something like this. And so I was gone. It was my birthday. I was in another state and all that kind of stuff. So I, I took a, f- a couple of weeks off. My trainer had me working out like three days, three times a day and eating. And I was gr- grumpy and cranky because I was losing <laughs> so much fat that my body wasn't in a healthy place. And, um, and so I personally wanted to take some time off and I didn't have uh, solo episodes. Coach Dave, I didn't have any solo episodes left. So what I did is I, I told my team, hey, for these couple of weeks, uh, replace, just keep putting more interviews in instead of the solos. And I'll record a little thing that just says, hey, um, I'm on a trip. You're going to get a solo. You're going to get an interview episode today instead of a solo. Well, I got people that called me and they were like, ah, oh, you know, these interviews are great. And I hope you get back to those solos because those are my favorite part. So, Well, here's the thing too. And this is where people are like, well, ChatGPT is going to take over the world. You did an episode called Carpe Diem. And I was like, chat GPT can't do that. And you you were very transparent and you're, you basically talked about how you'd had some people in your life like die. And you're like, this is kind of a, like low energy today, kids, but this is what's on my heart. And it was so just f- straight from the heart. And it was like, so I'm here to say like, you know, button up your stuff and because and, your number could be called anytime and you brought it into podcasting. But the whole first part of it was just like, this is what's on my mind. And it was like, yeah. And it was, uh, again, wasn't an hour long, kind of a shorter show. But when I listened to that, I was like, chat GPT can't do that. Chat GPT can't say, well, today I'm, you know, I'm a little down because, you know, I lost an assistant or whatever it was. And so those are those things where I, I always say, you know, there's 
people, do I do an interview show or do I do a solo show? Do both. When you do a solo show, you grow your influence, as Adam was just mm. talking about. When you do a, a interview show, you grow your network, and you kind of want both. And when you do a solo show, none of this hey guys stuff. Hey guys, thanks so much for doing. I'm almost like, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm glad you're here. I talked to one person. That's a Dave thing. Um, but I always talk to uh to keep one. doing that. Yeah. I'm glad you do. It's always uh and well, when I go to events, people go like, I always feel like you're kind of just talking to me. And I'm like, it's because I am. So it's always fun that way. But uh as we start to uh to wrap up, Adam, do you know what your next episode is or what's what's coming down the pike for you uh, well i i did a few interviews so those will be coming out and then i did a two-part series um just recently i can't remember what the freaking two parts was about but i was stoked and it ended up i'm thinking this is going to be 20 minutes of content and it ended up being two parts oh, which wow. was like 30 minutes and 40 minutes um but yeah they're they're coming out twice a week and they, they've been a lot of fun um but they're all about how to, how to podcast better, things that we need to do. There you go. Again, you can find his show at growyourshow.com. Thanks so much. On the School of Podcasting coming up this week, I am going to kind of prove, and the people are going to get mad at me for this, but that's fine. I'm going to do an experiment, and I'm going to take this microphone, which is, uh, in this case, the PodMic USB. I'm going to take a Shure SM7B. I'm going to take an RE20, uh, and I'm going to take a Samsung Q2U, and I'm going to make them all sound exactly the same to prove that it's not the mic. It doesn't matter. Anything in post-production can probably made to sound like that. So it's a, a long way to go to kind of it's like a bad Saturday Night Live skit. I'm going a long way to go, see? See, I told you. But people just obsess over the gear. And I'm like, look, pick one you like. And for me, I think it boils down to, do you like the way you sound? Because that might affect your performance in a little way. But uh, that's coming up in some other uh, news that I got going on there at the School of Podcasting. But we are here every Saturday morning, 1030 Eastern. Just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And if you are listening to this and going, oh, I can't get up that early just go out to askthepodcastcoach.com like Richard did and leave a question and we'll answer it in the show. So thanks so much to the chat room. Thanks again to Adam and to Mark and Dan, and we will see you next week with another episode. 